Hello there, my name is Lewis Fleming and I welcome you back to the Australian Perspective. Today we'll be covering the uh, Australian federal election next year, who I think will win and uh, who I think will decide the, uh, like, the, who will win the most seats and most importantly, how they're going to win that, when, which states I think they're going to go in. So uh, without further ado, let's get straight into it. So um, starting off, we've got a, the states of New South Wales and Queensland, which I believe will be big wins for the Liberals and the Nationals. They've been doing very, very well in both of those states. Uh, in Queensland, I think they'll be going for more of a, a holding strategy, seeing as they hold almost all of the seats in Queensland, besides a couple Labour seats, a Bob Catter seat and I think a One Nation seat. Don't quote me on the One Nation one, I'm not 100% sure. But in New South Wales, it's a little more... A little bit of a... They'll have to try a little harder, basically. With the Labour Party coming in with uh, 24 seats right now. And I think the Liberals and Nationals only having 23 seats. So they do have a lot of room. There is a lot of seats that they could win. But at the same time, though, if the Liberals don't play their cards right, they could end up losing seats in New South Wales. And um, we also come into Victoria, which I think could be a Liberal... Might, they might win a couple seats, or they might lose a couple. That's more of a toss-up, because Victoria is a very big Labour stronghold. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that, because that's really going to be random. Like, we, we don't know who's going to win what, who's going to win where, when it comes to Victoria. And then um, we come into the campaigns. So I think with the campaigns at the next election, there will be a very very strong focus on local issues. Well, actually, I, I got that from The Guardian. A very, very very strong focus on issues such as um, just local issues that people are really worried about so they can try and wear up support because it's going to be a very us versus them sort of battle. They're going to be fighting one another, which is going to cause... Which means they're going to... It's going to be an Albo versus Scott Morrison election, pretty much. So they need to think about ways that they can, like, persuade a community go who to go there, instead of just going with their normal uh, what they went with at the last election. So we also come into seats such as uh, the seat of Gilmore and the seat of Eden Monero on the south coast of New South Wales, which will be a, I believe, a very very strong battleground seat at the next election. Well, both of them will be because of the fact that in Eden Monero it's held by a 0.5% margin, and in the seat of Gilmore, their Labour only holds it by a 2% margin, which is a... Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, seeing as Eden Monero was once a bellwether seat, but for the since uh, 2016, it's been going Labour, uh, after the Liberals held it for around three years, after their 2013 election win, and then they've lost it. They lost it in 2016, and in 2019, they they won it again. And then in 2020, they had a by-election when the former member, Mike Kelly, resigned. So it will be very interesting to see, without Mike Kelly, um, Christy McBain, I think, McCain, Christy, I think it's Christy McBain, her name is. She already has a very thin margin, but it will be interesting to see whether the community will push her through for another term in the seat of uh, Ida Monero. And uh, we've also, the election campaigns will be very big on trust. Who do you trust? Who do they trust? Like, 
So Scott Morrison's going to be coming in from an angle of um, I've been in here long, you know, I've been here, I, I know how to do the ropes and blah, blah, blah. Whereas Labour's going to be coming in saying, you know, can this guy be trusted, you know? He's a very, he's a, he's a loose cannon pretty much. And he's going to cause tons and tons of trouble if he gets in. That's what the Labour Party's going to go to it with. And the Liberals are basically going to say the same thing. But with uh, who do you trust? Because people haven't seen Labour in um, government since eight or eight years ago. And by the time of the federal election, nine years. And even though many of these members have been in those governments previously, it will be a very hard time for Labour to persuade uh, marginal seats that they've changed since 2013 and that they're trustworthy and they can be voted on so that's going to be a very very uh strong very it's going to be a very like very they'll be contending with each other and they'll also have their little mini campaigns and fucking shit like that which is just they pull that stuff at every election you know medi-scare campaign by labor and the death tax campaign by the liberals uh so Labour's done many scare campaigns with the unions, and Liberals have also done many campaign, scare campaigns. And, uh, the, so if we come and have a look here, so that's like, we will be moving into a time, temporarily I believe, where things will be very polarised because of the way Scott Morrison's done his job people are having trouble trusting him but people also don't trust the major parties due to it so there will be very big on minor parties the next election the, I th I, the Greens will probably pick up seats, so will One Nation so will Craig Kelly, he will definitely pick up seats in places that he had them, well he's definitely going to pick up the seat of Hughes because that's already one of them so that's already a guaranteed seat for, uh, unless the Liberals go to that election and really push, which I think they might. It really depends on that, because if they do, they'll be going in very, very hard with against Craig Kelly, because really, he's, he's also, he's a loose cannon like Scott Morrison. You don't know what he's going to do, because he's a, in many words, he's a complete fuckwit. He really is. So, um, so basically, they'll, this election will be very, very, focused on preferences, sort of like at the last election where the United Australia Party funneled votes into the Liberals, and even though they didn't win any seats, the Liberals gained hundreds of thousands of votes by the fact that the United Australia Party was funneling votes to them. And the uh, Greens will also, I think they might pick up a couple seats, but Labour will also have to rely on them to funnel preference votes to them, because otherwise there might be a couple issues um, for them. And also, Labour's come out with their climate policy, 45, 43%, so a 43% reduction of emissions by 2030. They've come out saying it's not the most radical target, but it's not really modest like Scott Morrison's, which is pretty much what, which is pretty much what he's been drumming on about ever since the last election, which is just... It's just let the technology do it. That's basically what he's saying. Whereas Labour's coming in with a, we can build our way out of this, we can build energy infrastructure, we can sell stuff, and we can grow our economy on net zero. So they'll be clashing on that a lot at the next election. Though Labour will be going in, talking about the vaccine rollout, how badly it was done, 
uh, COVID responses by Scott Morrison, bushfire responses. And Scott Morrison's a big target at this election. And Albanese's already made it clear many times that he's made it himself as small as a target as possible. So it's going to be incredibly hard for him to really have scare campaigns against him. Bill Shorten was a massive target at the last election. He didn't cover himself very well when it came to that. And I think that's the reason why he lost. Because he should have made himself a smaller target and then brought in his uh, more radical policies once he won the election. Because many people just wouldn't care. But once you've got the scare campaigns going, it's hard to reverse the people's opinions on you. And because of that, Bill Shorten probably will never become Prime Minister unless he has a leadership spill against Albanese, which at this point doesn't seem likely, 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 but it may be possible at the next election. So uh, that's just our weekly uh, sort of political briefing on the next federal election. So uh, uh, thank you for watching and I'll talk to you all later.